Lately I've been hard to reach I've been too long on my own Everybody has a private world Where they can be alone Are you calling me? Are you trying to get through? Are you reaching out for me? Like I'm reaching out for you. Hello, everyone. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Had to, had to set it in a little nice and smooth, like a masterpiece theater. Wearing an ascot right now. Smoker's jacket. The quiet fire. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's exactly what we're, we're going to do here. We're going to watch some films and, and cover everything that's in there. Not at all. Uh, pr- pretty much what we're going to go over today, um, apologies. And when they really are apologies and when they're just like that PR ass rape of a cop out and shit. It's just like, I've got caught doing something and I want to make up for whoever's there. It's like an apology, I guess. When you were a kid, you had to apologize for something. Even now, when you're an adult, you have to apologize for something. Why do you do an apology? Supposedly, supposedly remorse. No, to keep your ass out of trouble. (laughs) You know, you apologize like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. You know, that is that. But it lessens the blow of whatever punishment you were going to get. So, nobody really buys apologies anymore. So, pretty much. I think to sum it up, you're apologizing. First, you have to get caught, right? And then secondly, it's like, hmm, am I going to get in trouble for this? And then thirdly, you're like, maybe if I show remorse, I won't get 15 years. That's copping a plea as an apology. You know, in a sense, isn't it? Pretty much. I didn't kill everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and it's bad that you had these public figures... And I guess now having this meeting to kind of talk about it, you have these public figures now, and I say in the last, what, I guess, month, month and a half, that have pretty much been caught with their pants down, some literally caught with their pants down, and others just put in compromising situations where they are put in a position where they have to apologize or possibly should apologize. For instance, you got um, pretty recently, actually, on Brian Comey. No, Brian Kilmeade. What did Brian Kilmeade do, right? Guy from like Fox and Friends. That's right. That's right. The guy from Fox and Friends saying that the Swedes. Whoa! That's <laughs> Excuse me. People from Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call it. Are right? more pure because they don't have other species mixed in in their uh, supposed Dangerous. blonde, blue-eyed blood. Look. <laughs> Oh shit! And, okay, now just to make sure, because everyone in Sweden may have blonde hair, blue eyes, but the only person I can think of from Sweden is uh, what's his name, uh, Alexander Sarsgaard. You know who Alexander Sarsgaard is, dude? That's Eric from True Blood. And what is he? Blonde hair, blue eyes. So I rest my case. I don't see like the greasiest, nappy-headed this nigga walking around and shit saying I'm from Stockholm. Right. You know, I'm representing that Stockholm and shit. You won't see that. 
So, kill me, he's on the fucking Fox and Friends. This is like a morning show, I believe, they come to Fox News? Yeah. And Fox News is, that's the fucking people that had that thing about, like, uh, Obama, uh, Michelle Obama being trash in the White House. That's the same fucking channel. Yeah. So, you already kind of had that, what is it, the right versus the left, so they kind of got that right mentality. And I don't know if it's me, and I don't know if anybody who's listening is from that right side, but the right people are racist. Racist is a motherfucker. But here's the deal. You, you say that shit and it's all cool in the game. A few gahahas, a few falls. And then that shit gets out there. And then people start responding to it. Thus our little equation of when that apology should happen. Hmm, am I going to get in trouble for my species remarks? You know, what species would black people be in? Would we be like zebras? No, no, we wouldn't be zebras. We'd be some mulattoes. We'd be gorillas? Monkeys? Elephants from Africa? Panthers, Panthers, because we're all black. Panthers, Panthers. Now you know they would not see us with no darn Panthers. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on, Rob. Rob. See, the Panther is kind of a badass, but they say, well, we're all lions, though. White people are all lions. And and what would Latinos be and shit? Latinos would be like, and how would they depict them like Looney Tunes? Speedy Gonzalez? Looking like a mouse? Yeah. That's fucked up. But anyway, so he has that shit. That shit gets out there. And, you know, you got, you're on, you're on like, just a news channel. So that shit goes out. It's all cool in the game. And then when people start receiving it and taking their own thing to it, oh, hmm, you need to issue apology because this has racial undertones. You think? If I get on TV and basically say, you know, I'm really white around here. Really light. I think I'm coming pale. You, you start questioning things when there's only white people in the room. So, I think it would be like the same thing. I would have to issue an apology in that sense. I wouldn't be able to say someone's another species and shit. We all got the same fucking genetics, right? Yep. Uh, I don't know if. Did he apologize? Um, he issued an apology, like, I think, like, the next week or a few days later. Okay, his apology don't mean shit, because he said what he said, and he meant what he said. I don't care if he was drunk, high, whatever. Grab your two balls and stand up for yourself. Yeah, I mean, just own up to it. I mean, look, personally, it wouldn't hurt me none, because I know how white folks, some white folks can be, so I ain't gonna be like, oh, oh, he, he said that, I'm shocked. No, you said it, motherfucker, because you know how you are. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I can't discredit that. My shit. thing is, people like, like you said, you know, the first part of it is getting caught. Mm-hmm. People apologize because they get caught. It's not that they apologize because they didn't mean it. Because normally, like, if somebody apologizes and they truly is a true apology, they really didn't know what they was doing, and they apologize. Mm-hmm. Now, in this instance, he's apologizing because not because he got caught. He probably happy that he got caught, and it got out there, and people know that's exactly how he feel. But like you said, sometimes it comes to sponsorships and this, this, and that. So you just doing a PR run, yeah. saying, "Oh, I'm not this way. Don't pull your money away." But you, but you letting all your your people that's in your little niche know. Yes, I stand firm on this. But we all know because of money reasons, I had to put out this public apology. It's, it's like he's going on TV, he's making that public apology, but what's the thing when you say you're lying, you cross your fingers and put it behind your back? Mm-hmm. He's doing that. Mm-hmm. But can, I'm sorry no, to cut you off, but can an apology repair your your image? I'm, I'm not Ask sure. Mike Vick. 
Or Michael Richards. Yeah, Michael, Michael, Michael Richards. And he, then he just felt like, nigga, fuck, kite, kite. He was like, yeah, he yeah. lost his little mind up once. He was like, look, there go the niggas. And 50 years ago, we would have had you strapped by a tree with your balls in your mouth. That's what he said. What is his nationality again? Huh? What's his nationality? I think he's Jewish. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> not, not making any light to that, but interesting. Yeah. Because if you said anything that was, you know, he's allegedly a J. If you said anything to that course, whoever it was, they... This going to sound so fucked up. But they would have been put in a shower, so to speak. That black, if the black person did that same act he did, but catered to J's, that black person would have been in a shower. If you get my meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another thing. With Kill Me, for instance, now... He, this is how he knew what the fuck he was saying and he said it purposely. Now, I don't know what he was, but let's say, let's say he's promoting the book for sake of argument. Isn't more than one person running that show? Yes. This is a nationally televised TV event. Wouldn't your ass have to be told like, hey, you can't say fuck on live TV. So it's like certain things that you know you should not be saying on live TV because it's going to be different parties, different people, different views that are going to encounter that. I may say I like chocolate, but I bet you a percentage of people are going to be offended just because everybody's different. It's just a point. It's just a fact that, you know, you can say something as a target. It's like saying I like chocolate or saying, well, you know, not alone was a conspiracy. You're going to have more reaction to certain things. Like, do you hear about that guy? I don't forgot who he was, but he was on the Today Show or something, and he was talking about how Obama was taking up for that professor, and he said Obama was racist, and he probably didn't like the white culture or white people. You know what? Since you mentioned that, good point. That's a good segue point. Just the whole thing with, what's, what's the um the dude's name, the Harvard professor, uh, Her- Harry Lewis. But I'm thinking, like, on that subject... Harry Lewis, I'm sorry. On that subject... How can Obama not like white people when his when his He's mother yeah his mother was Irish his grandmother was Irish the one who just died that he paid I think he paid for a funeral something like that yeah yeah I mean that was just stupid but even <laughs> on that even on that case now in recent history we've all been around how many presidents have we we been around you've been around longer of course a little longer but how many presidents have we been around for let's see um, we were born with. Bush was in office or Reagan? No, we were both from the we were all from the Reagan. So we got Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, no now Obama. Obama. So we've been around for five presidents. Okay, take out Obama. Of those previous four presidents, have you heard anything after they become president about people from the other party saying you need to produce a birth certificate because we don't believe you're an American citizen? He's had to produce that shit three fucking times. Since he's been in office, I believe, to say that. When was he born? Was he born in Hawaii? Yes. And Hawaii is a part of the U.S.? Yes. Yeah. The last part, right? Yeah. That's what all, all the good shit is at. <laughs> so why you, why he had to... Um, because, because I guess, his name, because it's Hussein, and so his, he has to be a foreigner? His grandfather was what, Nigerian or something. his father was Nigerian. Well, I'm saying, his father was Nigerian and his mother was Irish. But the, the point is the same. Well, he has and to his, be in the non And his stepfather was... What was his stepfather? Um, um, Polynesian or something? Polynesian. I think so. Polynesian is not white. But here's another thing. Now, I don't recall school very well. I'm tipping short tips. You may recall a little bit better. 
if you ran for like any like leading power gov- uh, from mayor all the way up to governor president so on and so forth didn't you have to be an American citizen? No, exactly. Only for the president, you had to be a natural born citizen. Okay. So that means I mean, your parent had to be. But otherwise, you had to be a citizen, though, for any other thing. You, you just to need to be a citizen for anything else. Before to be a president, you have to be a natural okay. born citizen. If you weren't born in the U.S. or on U.S. land, your parents had to be a citizen, and you had to declare at least dual citizenship. Gotcha. For example, Arnold Schwarzenegger-Schwarzenegger-Schwarzenegger-Schwarzenegger-Schwarzenegger-Schwarzenegger-Schwarzenegger-Schwarzenegger-Schwarzenegger-Schwarzenegger-Schwarzenegger-
So, pretty much, it's just like, okay, you can do what the fuck you want to do, and that's fine, but you got to come with us. Yeah, see, like, up in Massachusetts, leaving and then in Boston, I heard it's pretty kind of, it's pretty racist up there. I remember, um, I saw the Behind the Music, a new edition, you know, they're from Boston, mm-hmm. and they would bust the schools, and they had, like, like kids throwing crap at their buses and trying to turn the bus over on them. And they were saying, Mr. Telephone Man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cops. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you had that situation going down, and I mean it's a little more diverse than now. You got a nice Latino population out there. Yes, and Italians are there. You got blacks are there. Why do you go there? There's a lot of Latinos are there. Okay, where are they not at? <laughs> Where? Where that? <laughs> They're probably more so in Boston. They're probably more so in the big city. See me personally. I mean, I well, I don't get some black folks. Why do you always gotta live around white folks like that, though? Well, he 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 doesn't teach at Harvard, though. Right. So. I know, but I don't know. Probably it's, the easier for me. Probably like, hey, walk down the street. I mean, I have nothing against white people. Yeah. I, I really Obviously. don't. I really don't. But it's just like. Okay, you, you you don't people some people don't just don't think. You put you you live around certain white folks and you know how they are in certain places, so why would you even put yourself in that position? Well why would you not? I well, mean because, honestly, like you had to sit there and think about it. It's your right. I know and, but, and, and my thing is, okay, if it wasn't for people saying that about schools, we would not have went to city or school of the arts or anything in that matter. Oh, I'm not so saying they I'm not just, saying they shouldn't, but I just like I Why wouldn't you want to? That's what isn't it like I the American dream to you? Mean, I can't do it. Or even even this course right here, just two points real quick. Um, like what you said yesterday. You know how people say, Yeah, it's just not a race of white people or whatever. And you end up living in that neighborhood and you find out that oh these are the greatest white people ever. So these are great people. Mm-hmm. But the thing is it has that, that stigma because you don't want niggas to get mad. I don't right. think any of us are niggas in here. Because niggas is the motherfuckers that are out there shit yeah. yeah. from that grandmother's house. And here's the second part to my whole deal. Kind of agreeing with what Ricky said. I know there are certain places that RW just will not go. And most of them are in the South. Oh, yeah. Like, I know some places that I would not let the sun set on my ass in. Oh, hell no. Now, I wouldn't even go to visit. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, and what, then it's some places like, okay. okay. Like, if there was a music park in Alabama, like, you know what? But my, going thing to is, my thing with what Ricky's saying is, okay, I can understand it. But my thing is, if you move into these type of neighborhoods, you got to remember to leave that nigga shit behind in the past if you had it. Because as soon as something go wrong, that's what made people racist. They base it off, if this is the one experience that they had, they basing the whole black community on your ass. So if you do some dumb nigga shit, they gonna think everybody... Right. <laughs> and and, and that's, that's, the, that's the sad thing about it. And then like, the, You think that pretty much every Asian is gonna tell you, you right now! Mm-hmm. They call you Guaylo. Call you Round Eye. And they think everyone wears small pants and they squint when they drive and they put the fucking steering wheel into their chest and that all Asian women don't have any asses and all Asian men have small penises. I can go on and on about right. Asian stereotypes. But, I mean, and all of them know kung fu and throw and fish like, at each other. And like, with it going in a negative way, like, they base it off of that one person. Okay, if you the one black, like, Rob moves into a really affluent neighborhood 
and everybody based it off of Robin. We all know what kind of guy he is. Of course, you're going to be like, oh, black people are cool. So they try and like, say, yeah, bring some of your friends or try and filter, you know, these people in. And that's when you let in that one. Everybody had that one it's person in that one. family. And then Mookie then moved in with them in their neighborhood that went to hell. And everybody is moving the hell out. Why? Because niggas don't want no grass in their front yard. And they put moon bounces on it. And, and they put girls, pools in the front yard. Who the fuck grows on that porch? Like, what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> so, so pretty much when I move into the neighborhood, it's like, oh, well, Rob's a Rob's token, like on, like on a South Park. It's like, so all black men are fat okay. and good hair. I have a question. Now, we've all grew up in black neighborhoods, right? Niggas, yes. Yes, okay. Now, Yo, Jack, <laughs> now we saw, we're kind of used to that surrounding. Now, if we... Uh, moved into a white neighborhood, would it be like uh, like a real sh- culture shock? I don't know. No. Mm-mm. At least not where I grew up at. <laughs> I, I, I think just kind of... I I lived in the projects. I moved from the west side to the projects, then to the east side, and went to good parts of the east side. And ever since I've been over here, it was kind of a... It wasn't a culture shock. It took some adapting, but I'm not going to be supporting that. They said, hey, Rob, you're going to come live with aliens. Well, Rob, you still have grass in your, your front yard. Yes, I do, and I cut that shit with scissors. And, 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 and you grill in the backyard. Are you sure you're from the PJ? Actually, I, I grill on my roof, right? <laughs> yeah. I want the smoke to kind of quaff. Is this neighborhood more like mine? Is it more like mine, though? Because, well, this is an older neighborhood. and more older people. We've right. Moved over here. We've been over here almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and once they started moving out, the younger kids started moving in, and they kind of made it so far. Cause but, uh, I, I don't know. For like the early part of my life, I, I always thought black folks were just lived in all, all lived in dangerous neighborhoods. Because I lived on I lived in Madison Avenue, mm-hmm. where Utah Street and Pennsylvania Avenue is. Mm-hmm. I lived in on Twenty Fourth and Barclay. Dude, I lived in Dickey Land. Mm-hmm. I lived. I went from the projects to Dickey Land and shit. I was assaulted within three months of living there and shit. We had to move. I felt like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I remember when I first moved on Andover, right? I remember first moved on Andover. I was like, it's quiet around. I saw some police go up there the other day, by the way. Yeah. Yesterday. I mean, there's a whole bunch of wannabes who want to be gangsters up there and shit, and they always wanted to start shit now, and it wasn't like that before. Just pussies with with, with the big mouse. Now, this is her neighborhood. Uh, it's, no, it's, what, it's not it's, bad. It's not bad, but I remember one time I was at your house and all of a sudden we heard like somebody in a helicopter or something. <laughs> it do be funny yeah, when a helicopter but goes I mean, by. But, but my thing is, I don't know. I think sometimes people who come from a middle class family, when they when their neighborhood fall on bad times, they think they live in the hood. Nigga, you haven't been to the hood. That's right. not the hood. Not you know what hood. I'm saying? That is not the, the hood. The west side. You know, yeah, you don't is. walk down the street and you in fear of your life. You can walk down there in the middle of the broad daylight. You know, it's places where you can go in Baltimore City and it be four o'clock right now, and you would not take your ass there, even if the because the police don't even fucking go there. Yeah, here's one thing though, as far as like me being outside, like you lived there your whole life, so you're gonna have a different view because you've been there your whole life. Like the people there, you either know or you've seen. It's like I saw a nigga get his ass whipped last week. That nigga ain't but let's say, from my, my, my experience, and it's kind of goes with as you were saying, when I first was like just walking through that, remember I just walked through that night and shit when I was like coming from work or whatever, 
I was like, you know, I'm going to keep my eyes open because you never know when a nigga's going to jack you. But that's any time. Mm-hmm. It's not particularly there. I walked down the fucking street with a suit on like, fuck it. Right. And the same thing over there at um, Northwood. I woke up, I got stopped by the police while I was wearing a fucking suit three days in a row. I was like, what the hell is this? But that can happen anywhere. But like you're saying, remember when I showed you where the Noya is at? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go run at 4 o'clock that morning. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, it's I not think they like got all, I think they got it barred off so police can't even come through and shit. Right. So, I mean, it's not like it's the upper class of the middle class. It didn't fell on this all the time. But if it was that bad of a place, they wouldn't send the police over there with pile of cops saying, you there, why are you hanging on the corner? Go home. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you have white people that walk around with their does. They yes, run through the block. So, I mean, it's not like it's, it's the hood. Like, That's what I'm no, saying. No, it's not like it's the hood. It's just hood, happened to be right. off of some major streets, and it's a quiet street. But the old people are taking their streets back, so it's not the hood. And I mean, in most in, in most neighborhoods, you have drug traffic. It just depends on how, how obvious, obvious that it shit is. Because some niggas, like I mean, I didn't know shit. I lived in the project. I didn't know we had drug traffic. And shit, so I started seeing motherfuckers get thrown out of windows. And I was like, oh, okay, it's some drug traffic. They know that, right? Like when I was little, like I didn't know they was sitting there. They was selling drugs. I thought we were just all down there playing basketball. I thought people like to hate shake hands right. a lot. Now they just don't like doing shit. They just rather. Stand on the corner versus playing basketball, but now they don't even do that because you can't. There's another thing. I thought people used to charge for handshakes. (laughs) (laughs) I remember one one time I was living on 24th Street. I looked out the window and this white car pulled up in front of my house. All these niggas got out. They had had dollar bills with cocaine in it and it was sniffing right there in front of my house. That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. You know what's better than sniffing cocaine out of a dollar? Off of a stripper's ass. (laughs) That may be the best thing ever. I can see why. Because yes. you get crack and coke all at the same time. You get all of it. Problem. And yes, I do apologize for his cracking ass and all that joke. Crack and ass. Since we're apologizing. It could be brown or My white. My apologies. It looks like fucking like marshmallow and like cocoa, right? Uh-huh. That makes you get brown, white, brown, white. <laughs> like you're wearing like a whipped cream bikini. Wow. So I took you back, didn't I? Yeah. Bossy blues. Can we make a s'mores? Right, this dude, Mark Sanford. Oh, Mark Sa- fucking Mark Sanford, dude. That's the damn governor of South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. This motherfucker, he goes to Argentina to get some puna. <laughs> well, okay, I'm sorry. Because she's in Argentina. They speak Spanish in Argentina, right? So some El Puna, La Puna. Wow. And, and <laughs> Our apologies again. And uh, <laughs> he, he goes down there and, and, and it's questions of, and I don't know if it's that founded, <laughs> I haven't been following the story as much as I like, but... That he was using governmental funds to go and visit his home. Stupid ass! Why would you do that? No, no, you wait. know you would get caught. Wait for it. Uh. Wait for it. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Now you heard what his apology thing was. That um, you know, based on my relationship with the Lord, you know, I think I'll get past this talk this point. He was quoting scripture and saying, well, who, it was somebody he said in the Bible, forget who the person's name was, but he too got, got past, you know, us, us trial and tribulation. So this too shall pass. That, I, I can't stand when people use scriptures to cop, make a cop out like actually, that. Actually, this dude is not that bad in his apology because he was sincere for what he was saying. Because in his religion, and he probably is, a, he probably go to church every Sunday because his wife dragged him there and he would rather be with the Argentina bitch. But it's okay. He really, truly, with his relationship with God, he apologized and he will get through this because of his relationship with God. He did not apologize he for going not. down there and fucking around with somebody else no, out of wedlock. He's on his way to the airport. Right, I mean, that's what 
So I mean, he didn't apo- make a false apology. He made an apology, but it wasn't the wrong apology. And and, and, and I think it was great. You remember how you say only God can judge me? So right. Like, so I mean, it's like fuck everybody else. Know, right he now. didn't, you know, make no false apology. That his, was a real apology. The mother. only thing he 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 just said he got caught, but it's okay because his Lord is a forgiving God. Like, I like remember when? I don't Hallelujah! Know, I don't know if y'all saw this or remember this. Remember when? Uh, I think Jim Baker or Jimmy Swaggart apologized for what they did. I'm, I'm not privileged. Okay, Jim Baker. <laughs> I just like the name Jimmy Swagger. Jim Baker got caught. What he did was he, him and his partner and his business. Uh, oh, yeah, you gotta clarify okay. now. He stays on. I was a little nervous. <laughs> All right, Law. Uh, no, no, Jim, no, Um, what was her name? Um, what was her name? Jessica Hahn was okay. the church secretary. Uh, he paid her to sleep with both of them. Wow. So like they the book ends up. Jim Baker <laughs> was married to Tammy ba- Faye Baker. Yeah. Bad makeup check. P PTL, Praise the Lord Network. Did, didn't she die? Yeah, she died of cancer. Um, Amy, yeah, and Jim she was on celebrity surreal life. Right. And Jim Baker, not only was he uh freaking around with this lady. Which and, one? What? I think that was the one that had flavor flavor. The one, one with no, the No, that was the one no. That was the one with vanilla ice and uh yeah. Estrada. And um Hog, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, became because one of her the, best the dark, friends. The dark skin, I mean, dark hair chick. She had red hair. She had red hair and all that makeup. A lot of pancake makeup. makeup. That was the one with Ron Jeremy, the porn star Ron Jeremy. I remember porn star guy. And the black chick who wanted to fuck him right before she was getting married. That was Tracy. Tracy Bangham. Okay, okay. I'm, all right, I was getting some of the seasons all rolled up in one because I was thinking that's of why it doesn't come anymore. Yeah. Small. Not only did he get caught. Messing around with this woman outside his marriage, but he extorted money from the PTL network. You know what? I remember and that now. Not extorted money, but uh, what do you call it when you uh, embezzled. embezzled money? He got arrested and he apologized for <laughs> Jimmy Swagger got caught with a prostitute and he was a televangelist. To everybody's human. <laughs> Here's another thing. And when he apologized, he started crying on camera to his Don't he have really red skin or something? Yeah. It was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> to my He looked like Brother Love from wrestling oh, and shit. Oh, man. I think yeah. it's Jason, though. But here's the other thing, right? Did <laughs> Elliot Spitzer get into some shit recently? Kind of the same shit as um, Sanford, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't he fucking mm-hmm. like a prostitute or something? Mm-hmm. But, but here's the thing. Sanford, he goes hard, though. He's like, Psh, I'm going to resign from my position? No, I'm not. Who said that? <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> but here's the thing. The best part about it, though, I was watching CNN, right? And this is around when the whole Michael Jackson thing was going on after he passed away. And they showed that story as kind of like one of those in-between stories of, a, of the Jackson coverage. And, um, like, every, like, I guess every half an hour, one hour, they would show, like, a new segment to the Mark Sanford trial situation where... And they showed his wife, and she had a kid. She's like, I'm not worried about him or his position. I only care about our kids and our religion. And she sped off. I was like, damn, that guy was still talking to you. <laughs> she was she was hot. She said, like, I don't want to hear even fucking hear about Spanish food. I don't want to hear nothing about Chick- Chipotle. I don't give a fuck about Hawaii High Fresh. Fuck Cadoba. Like I said, most people, they apologize because they got caught. Not because they really mean it. Yeah, they, don't, they have no remorse behind that. But, that's why but you know who I love even better? Who? Even though I do do right there, he only apologized for what he really <laughs> meant to apologize for. DMX, my homeboy is a nut. What, what's the line he said in uh, Who's Real Remix? Yes, and that's why Niggas I like apologize, his... apologize, but I won't. Yes. You know, when you do something, you do that shit. 
something that went through your head that told you no, you should not do this. But you thought that the that the the reward that you was gonna get would outweigh the punishment. And no, the fuck you are sorry. Like, like the only you... reason you are sorry is because you get caught, and DMX has made it to that plateau that every human should it's like try Donald. to get to. It's like do not feel bad for the shit that you do. You should live a guilt free life. Like, for instance, if you're a kid, right, and you have to steal Vienna sausage and shit, you're like, am I gonna get away with this? Mm, if I don't eat that Vienna sausage, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble if I do eat that Vienna sausage. It's going to be delicious. Hmm. And then when you get caught, you already ate and shit out the Vienna sausage. So you don't care about it after that. No. It's like, shit, I already did that. I shouldn't even get punished for this. Yes. So <laughs> my thing is, people, don't apologize if you don't want to. No, because I, I, I really, especially me, because I don't like admitting I'm wrong in the first place. So I, I'm not gonna apologize, just gonna apologize just to get out of the situation. Make it a true apology. Apologize I, for the thing that you actually sorry for, not for the thing that you have right. done. I'm gonna be like, I, I apologize, but I'm, hell, I'm not sorry. <laughs> like, like, like some people, like, you know how you, you say when the truth always comes out or whatever, and someone they may drink too much, mm-hmm. and they end up putting out some shit that you're like, hmm. You sure you should be saying this? And you could be listening, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you, let's say you're a wingman, you could be listening, like. Yeah, you sure you say that? The guys are like, yeah, man, I don't give a fuck. You know what? That's why I fucked your girlfriend. And the wing man, he's like, yo, you know this is that wedding, right? See, you know, you what? know this is that wedding, right? <laughs> and then the yeah. shit keeps going. And then, like, that week later, when no one's talking to you, you want to start going out there calling people and shit. Like, you know, I apologize for what I did. Like, motherfucker, what? You, you didn't even meant that shit. You just had to get the beer muscles to say it. You see, I didn't apologize for that blue-eyed, bl- uh, blue blonde-haired blood comment. <laughs> oh, you're just a racist. I said that, too. You were around so long, sir. But no, here's, here's another thing. Since we, since we kind of alluded to kids with uh, Vienna sausages, um, <laughs> if, if you look at the, if the kids thing, like what happened at that country club in Huntington, PA, you know, them telling all those kids to get out because they were black and Latino. It was a white country club. Now, me, frankly, Robert, he, he's a very, uh, if we were in an animal kingdom, I would be a prairie animal, I'd be an elephant, or I, something that doesn't touch water. I don't go in the pools. I take showers, that's about it. That's my pool. So, the pool shit, I'm a little don't care about it. I've never been a kid to say, oh, I'm going to go to the pool this summer. But that's kind of fucked up when one, it's hot as shit, you didn't go to the pool, you and your little, uh, they were at camp, right? You think you're going to go to the pool, and then it's like, oh, you know, get in the pool, and I splash, splash. And you see all these people getting out and shit. And he's not knows that's only the white people getting out. And he's not hearing these negative-ass remarks, like, you know, nigga this, nigga that. Oh, it's too many niggas in here. It's too many blacks in here. They're getting oil in the pool. And you're like, do you really need to hear that as, like, a seven- or eight-year-old? And then, you know, it turns out that the people who own the pool, run the pool, are like, oh, y'all got to get out. You know, we, we, we can't we can't accommodate this large group. Personally, when I heard that story, I wasn't shocked. I really wasn't. But you just kind of go along with it. It's like, the fuck the thing about it is... It's, it, it's done in children, not yeah, adults. Right. And it's done by adults and mm-hmm. other kids. The adults who should know better. We're going to just go to show you that same area. Like, even... Hey, say I got cousin lives up there, so I can speak from that experience. PA has got some racist shit on that one. Like, he lives in Ridden, PA. Oh, and you start going like Philadelphia, you might get fucking ass in Philadelphia. No offense to my Philadelphia, listen. Especially with homosexuals. 
I'm talking about all of them. Oh, damn. <laughs> but uh, here's the deal, though. You, you start going, like, anywhere. Like, where we went? We went to Whiteland yesterday. We went to fucking, I don't know, we went Hanover or something? I was like, it's getting, really, getting really farmland out here and shit. But I will like to thank the guy that was driving and let me go across. Because <laughs> I slammed it and think he was going to let me through. And he looked at you like... Yeah, yes. Was, there, take kindly to your people around these Yes, parts. go yeah. back south. Go I, back south. Me, I wouldn't. There's certain counties I wouldn't stuck for them. But yeah, but, 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 but the Pennsylvania, I don't know where, dem, what kind of demographics, um, what is this, Huntington PA has. But I just think it's kind of fucked up that, hey, you all you got to get out of here. And I don't know if it's an apology for this situation. It wasn't. So it's just like, yeah, we can't accommodate you. That's your own business. You right. can do the fuck you want to do. But it's almost like taking it back to that that area. So look at it. It's like, okay, we got two different bathrooms. We got two different fucking water fountains. And everyone had two different pools. We're going to be bathing in oil. Mm-hmm. I mean, and what, what was the, 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 I think the one thing that the kids ended up getting out of, which was kind of a, you know, kind of a good move on the dude's part. Um, didn't Tyler Perry take all those kids to like, I think Disney World or something. That's kind of a reprieve in a sense. He didn't have to do that at all, but right. you know, you had that. That's going to be a bad experience. I don't right. know if they're going to retain that at all, but, but I think that you going to an amusement park kind of fixes that summer to a degree, right. even though you got all that negative shit happening. Although that was the that was, you know, for being a child, especially if you're like under ten, mm-hmm. I know that would be like a tremendous, not more horrific, a traumatic, traumatic time. You know, traumatic experience. But, but fairly, would that be a learning experience? Yeah, it would. It would. I think. It, I think it would be a learning experience in the sense that, yeah, you you know that the world isn't fair. I don't want to say you lose your innocence, but you kind of do. You kind of know that, hey, you know, regardless of what most people say, I'm not going to be equal. But it was probably better that they were so young mm-hmm. versus them being older. Right. Old enough to really, really understand what was going on. Because, I mean, you tell little kids things, like, in a very broad overview of it. Like, you know, some people just don't like other people because of the color of their skin, da-da-da-da, and then others, this is that. And they can't just take it for that and not look any deeper as to why would someone hate someone that much that they wouldn't want to be in the same And that's why I want to question how, how tactful the people who were talking, like, you know, that situation was. You know, as far as, like, these motherfuckers just got me the fuck out of here now. Or was it, like, you know, we got to close down in the next few minutes, so you're not going to stop around with these kids. I want to kind of get a grasp of which one was it. Because if someone's kind of rushing you out, that in itself is kind of a traumatic thing. You say, oh, I'm sitting here having fun. And next thing you know, for no reason at all, you think it's a shock in the morning. But I'm, I'm quite sure. I'm, I'm hoping, because I'm feeling like... It was done in a tactful way, yeah, being that the, the, <clears throat> that they did get a refund yeah. for, you know, the sessions in which they didn't have. And it kind of comes down to, you know, being like the kid at the, you know, Taekwondo place and you get three strikes and you had like six and... They finally had to kick you out because, I mean, even though you may be worth, you and your, your, your siblings may be worth 320 bucks, but, but you know, the whole, everybody else, like, as a whole, your business aren't going to survive if everybody else get pulled out right. and you only have two people. So, at the end of the summer, that camp may still come, but 
What about everybody else who was really supporting your country? Cause I, I wonder how those kids reacted to that. Like, what, what was that? I think they were just disappointed. I don't think kids that young really. They, they, the only way they would have like a really bad negative reaction in my mind yeah. is if they what they retain from their parents or the adults that are offended by that. Because I have an example. I used to when I went to preschool, there was fairly amount of white kids going in the, in the same class as me as, as black kids, right? So I remember when I was five, my mother told me she straight out told me, you know, uh, white people used to kill black people. She said that. <laughs> when I was five, and after that, so you better pack some heat, Richard. No, <laughs> see, after that, I didn't, I didn't hate white people. I didn't dislike them, but I did look at them differently, as in how I used to before she told me that. This that 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 reminds me of like something my uncle and my father and all um, them being born in the fifties. Uh, they experienced. I remember one time um, we was at Heckinger's. They go see how long this shit was around. I need to go buy some lumber or something. And uh, my uncle, we couldn't find this motherfucker. We just could not find him. And pretty much, he said that uh, we, we were looking for him for about an hour, about, mind you. And it's like, yeah, you know, we walked up to him. And I found out later, he was sitting outside just standing there, just pissed. And we talked to him later. And my father talked to him later. He was like, so yeah, and he found out what was wrong with, you know, with, with Lewis or whatever. And he was like, uh, somebody said some shit to him. Some, some white guy said some shit to him. It has some racial undertones. And, you know, kind of taking it back, even to that, that Henry Lewis situation, that shit sticks with you. Like, like my mother brings up all the time when she was, um, I think she was visiting, like, South Maryland. And she was born in the 60s. And I think she was, this is having maybe a 72, she quite faith. And she said she went to, like, highs. And, um, she said that the, uh, the guy was in there, whatever, kind of, Summer likes spoiled shit. She was like, "This, this is for your people." Like it was like all the second high items to man and shit. And it was kind of berating her a little bit. And the fact that she was like, "Oh, she wasn't by herself." She said she never been to like a high ever since then. And that, that shit just sticks with me. My mother said when she was little, um, around that time, she, 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 you couldn't go down Thirty Third Avenue because it was all white. Now it's now it's like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but she said certain places in the city, you just cannot go. And I think with that whole apology thing, it shows that hey, does anything change? Has anything changed? Was, uh, I don't want to. I didn't want to turn into a whole race thing, but it, 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 it's staring in that direction. But even to kind of, I guess, cap it off, you can look at just the different situations. Like, um, who is Peter run by primarily? As a as a as a race. Yeah, this is called race. I think white folks. Okay, what is Michael Vick? He's black. What did Michael Vick do? He pretty much hosted a bunch of dog fights. And allegedly, what else did he do? Electrocuted them. Electrocuted and killed them. He buried them. Okay. But yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute. But this is something I'm not, I'm unclear about. Did he host them, or did his friends host them on his property? I think, regardless of that, that fact, he's I think, still I, responsible. I think his friends host them. I think. His name, his name was att- attached to the friends that was That's just that part of it. He's tied to it. And then the other part of it, his name is on the property. And Ellis is on the property of in Mexico. So he's trying to cover that <laughs> shit up. And then thirdly, he said he killed two of the dogs, drowned, drowned one of them, and electrocuted one of them by sticking a car battery to his Um And this is all alleged. I don't know if they found any shit out or anything on those lines, but 
I know that the main thing as far as the criminal aspect of why you served those two years was a federal thing. Although he's going to be tied to the dogfighting shit, it was all federal. That's why he got those years, because here's my beef here. Don't motherfuckers hit dogs all the time? Don't motherfuckers hit cats all the time? No, I'm talking about with cars. Oh. So, do we have, like, anything if you're a motorist? Now you get a ticket for, like, a moving violation. Do we have a ticket if you hit a no. strike? No, we don't. So. But, but I think, like, a better example would be when your your pet gets sick or your kid hurt your, your you pet and you get them euthanized. Because I think, like, what Peter probably is saying that he, um, he was inhumane in the way in which he killed him. Not only was it, you know, wrong, I guess, to fight him, but yeah. the inhumane part was the fact that he killed them because they lost the fight. But my thing is, if you doing some pit bull, rockweller, those type of animal fights, if you lose, when you lose, you lose. it's not a, a lose with you're going to heal in, in a couple of weeks and you are good. Your puppy is good. No, your puppy isn't good. Your puppy is suffering. And what do you do when your, your, your loved one or your puppy is suffering? You put him down, okay. and, and that's hey, what he did. Case in point, it, it's probably fucked up the way he did it, and that's and that's granted. We all agree on that. But here's another example: horse racing. Yep. Your horse breaks both of them back legs. What the fuck you gonna do? And you wanna know what I, I find really hilarious? Now he made what is already aggressive um, dogs fight amongst each other. Mm-hmm. That's kind of in their nature. We all agree that yeah. those type of dogs, like the American Bulldog, it was raised and groomed to particularly do that, those. And and I do believe it was the, the Anglo-Saxons that that had those type of bulldog fights. So it's not like the black people just bought this up by themselves, you know. This was something that they started... They make money off of, and now they decided we don't want to make money off of this anymore. This isn't going to be something right to do. But what about the greyhound thing? Yeah, now, greyhounds, that whole operation is not a, a primarily African-American thing. Now, now, not, not and the way they kill those greyhounds is just deplorable. Not, they, and and they, they, they're not fighting, and they're not getting hurt. They just lose because they not fast. Not to kill, not to kill that point or whatever. Not agree to that point, but it was, remember the dude that was talking about what well, we're going after all these dog fighting rings. Mm-hmm. Why did they slack off on these fucking greyhound rings? Because I saw what you were talking about. This shit was on real sport. They were just rapping these motherfuckers. No, they, they did this. They walked out with you know old Poochie the greyhound and shit, the one that's on the bus. They, they took his ass to the back shed. Next thing you know, he had a blanket with a, with a dog's head hanging out of it, mm-hmm. and he's doing the dumpster. Yep. Hmm. Now, no. you should be going after these motherfuckers a little bit. Let the nigga shit happen in the nigga places. Like, if you go down south, I bet you see alligator fights. I bet you see cop fights. Mm-hmm. So, don't try to start policing shit that is in the south. That shit that they do. Remember somebody, I think it was Clinton Poison that said, I've been fighting dogs for a long time. That's just something that happens in the south. Mm-hmm. And then Clinton from what? <coughs> mm-hmm. from it's not like he was fighting a damn chihuahua like against a rockwaller. A bear it's, versus a man. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not like it's something that would have unevenly been matched to survive at all. Here's another thing. Since when, now kind of tying it back to the other shit, you know, Dante Star Wars and Leonard Lowe from Low Further Back. Since when is two dogs like worth more than a human fight? You know? Didn't Dante Star Wars kill a man with his fucking uh, 
car. But, you know, he gets his 30 days. Vic gets two years, and, well, he probably can't come back to the NFL. Yeah, he just still attacked. I was amazed with that, how he got 30 days. Because, he, because it, one, it was a foreigner. Two, he paid off the family. Them dogs' family ain't, he, the rest of that was already gone and shit. And, and, and the other thing about that is, it's just like, don't you watch boxing? Okay, Not now, like isn't, the, <laughs> isn't the fucking trainers in boxing the same thing as pretty much a dog owner in these pit bull fights? Now, don't they can decide, can't they decide whether we're not throwing this towel or not? So don't for one second pull that bullshit that a dog's life is worth someone losing. I don't give a fuck, he should have lost his money, he should have been out of the league, he should have been arrested. Because he got caught in his federal shit, and he got caught to a dog shit. I'm not a dog person, some people are dog person, they want to blow dogs, fine. But have you been someone that's been put in a position where I can't go back to work because I got caught fighting dogs? If you were in your job and you had a dog and they got into a fight, not even you were fighting dogs, but they got into a fight, which like you said, they naturally do, would you even say, hey, I can't go back to work for two years? Would they say, hmm, you know what, Tim, we signed you to this contract, we're going to void out what's left of this $100 million contract because you fought two dogs. Right. Like, the only thing, like, if that, that I can say that would apply for is if you had committed a federal crime and you worked and that's in a federal, a federal thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? When it directly ties into your profession where you can't get clerks. Mm-hmm. If your job don't have nothing to do with Clarence, why can't you go back to your job? And they're pulling all these things while he was around the various charges. I was like, what are you arresting him for? What is he What is he serving time for? Let's not mix words. Let's not start adding shit after the fact. Because he did this, he was around. We can allege he was around. When mm-hmm. you start using the ledge and you don't have concrete data no more, I start questioning this shit. Like, why the fuck are we doing this? You know, and like, like you always bring up, right? He needs a psychological evaluation. Really? Shouldn't we have a psychological evaluation by sitting there looking at Rotten.com and shit like that, seeing motherfuckers impaled, motherfuckers ran over by trains and shit? Isn't that just a sign of the times that, as Americans, we're fucked up? A little bit, they want to see that shit? Because I remember when I was a kid in middle school, everyone went to Rotten.com and shit when we were in class. What is Rotten.com, right? I never heard of it. You never heard of Rotten.com? Rotten.com is where you get to see autopsy pictures and death pictures. They had two Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was kind of right when we was in high school. I didn't go to that. I wasn't interested in it. I mean, the only reason I knew about it, I wasn't going to do it particularly myself, but just different people would go on to the site. And I mean, okay, even back in the 80s. I'm sure you probably remember because you old shit, right? Um, Faces of Death. No, I don't know that. You don't know Faces of Death? Because you bullshitting. You bullshit you on no faces of death. No. But they were showing just <laughs> like remember in Indiana Jones and they had like the they eat the monkey brains? They did that in that that was real shit. Wait, wait a minute, they were really eating that? Yeah, somebody jumped off of the fucking face of the death was like pretty much all the accidents, suicides, all this bullshit. So kinda of taking them gets around full circle. Um people, people do shit like that. It's kinda of in people's nature. And see fucked up so not some people watch a um a car accident. Yeah. They don't look away. Yeah. Because we're kind of fucked up in that sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, you want to know why? You'll be because in Americans, you know what Americans like to see. Because Somebody sometimes you, in fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. That's why those fucked up shows with dysfunctional everything. Why they do so well? That's why soaps are so good. That's why they get so much. Like sit there, and think about it. The soaps 
all those women, they just watching shit where they think their bet life is sucky. And and you know what? At least mine isn't as bad as Victor's and Vicky and, and whoever fuck else that's on those shows. You know, because you know it's it's worse than yours, so your life don't seem so bad. Why you think? Why you think people like when Britney Spears was going through her shit? Why yes. Why do tabloids you right. do so well? You want to see people. I, I hate to say it. It's like you want the American dream, but you want to see everybody else fail. That just puts you that much closer to being it. Now, honestly, what would people be more interested in? Lindsay Lohan repairing herself and actually getting a good career or her lesbian trips with her face and her cocaine trips and her... Her, uh, a plane of the giant. Crashing that was true. Or, or that picture when she was like passed out in the seat. <laughs> With her imaginary friend. <laughs> Samantha Ronson. Who looks like a dude. See, that's another thing. This is probably another topic for another show. But I can't even get it. So we have to close on that. Fuck apologies. If you don't mean them. Don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah, just don't say it. Otherwise, just eat a dick. Don't, I mean, don't say it for don't eat. But, it, but you know what? Actually... And this is how this kind of shows how much we feel about this. I guess, or at least I feel about it. I think if it fucks up your hustle, you, you better say you better something. Apologize. Right, that's what I'm saying. Now, if the paper's in it, you know what? Everybody knows bullshit. That's why if you can apologize for what you really mean, I apologize to my sponsors that you know I acted this out of this. Right, you know, I apologize for. But you that know, goes back to the question I asked for acting irresponsible because you know what when they say. Acting irresponsible. They don't mean for doing the shit that they did, but acting irresponsibly to leave evidence that they did that shit, yeah. and that's why they got caught. Yeah. That's what they I'm mean by being irresponsible. But that go, goes back to the question I asked earlier: Can an apology repair your image, or can it repair what you had going on for yourself? I, you I know, think, I don't. You go first, Rob. Um, I think if your your image is ten pieces, five pieces, something like that, right? I think it'll give you back. Let's say if it's 10, it'll give you back 60% of it. I don't think it's going to give you back your whole thing. See, it depends on also who you are. Even if like, you look at Jax, for instance, that shit stuck with him even in death. Yeah. Now, if you're Chris Carter, for instance, Brett Favre, looking at NFL players in the spotlight as well, you don't hear about that alcoholism too much. But it's true. Remember um, when Janet Jackson went through her thing? She oh, didn't about that. The greatest thing I've ever seen, by the way. Yeah. But um, uh, I think... I think the apology, as far as can it repair, I'm not even sure it's about repairing your 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 PR at all. Like, I think it really has more so to do, people who, who like you and know about you and shit, they're going to like hearing it, regardless. You know what I'm saying? And they not really, the only reason they thank you apologizing is because you have to for this small percentage. Because the people that they really intended to hit, aren't normally the people that they offend. And half of the time, it brings more spotlight to whatever organization or whatever. Even, that's when that, that when they had that saying, any PR is good PR. Sometimes it kind of helps. As long as people within your organization aren't offended by it as well. Right. I think that's when it hurts. Like, I watch Fox and Friends. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. I don't particularly agree with what they, they say half of the time. But Majority all, of the it's time. All to a certain direction. Yeah. Right. But I, I will say, when you don't agree with somebody, sometimes you have to watch what those people 
watch to see what their arguments are. So you can sit there and be like, oh, I damn sure don't agree with this. But at least it gives you like that inside sight on how they look at them. You know what I'm saying? So you won't be ignorant to when something new happens, you won't be blindsided. License to ill, I promise I won't turn the whole world to Cloverfield On the rail, yeah I will, I'll destroy it and then rebuild Just for thrills, sometimes you got to do it Sometimes to show the tough love, no one is above What you are hearing I'll do, no matter who else included I'm saluted I'm saluted Yeah. No matter who else included, I'm saluted Yeah. I'm saluted Pat, what up?